very naughty, Miss Kettlewell. Everybody and welcome back to movies we were way too young to see. A look at some of the most influential films we grew up watching, regardless of parental approval. I'm your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Malv. Hello, guys. How y'all doing today? What up, Malv? You ready to get traumatized once again? Mm. My therapist said I'm okay now. <laughs> exactly right. Yes. Each time we do this series, we just relive those those traumatic moments, those sleepless nights as a young juvenile. <laughs> And what better way to share them than with you guys? So thank you for joining right. us. <laughs> well, without further ado, it's time to get into the movie we were way too young to see for the week. One that certainly traumatized both of us and gave us an irrational phobia for animatronic dolls. We're talking about the 1990 sequel, Child's Play 2. Did you miss me, Andy? I sure missed you. That's right, man. Child's Play 2. So here we go. Two years after serial killer Charles Lee Ray inserted his soul into a Chucky doll, a toy company attempts to recreate the doll, bringing Ray back in the process. The possessed doll, intent on claiming a human body, kills his way towards former owner Andy Barclay. That's terrible. You never forget your first love, dude. You never forget. <laughs> Andy, who now lives in a foster home, tries to protect his foster family. Doesn't go as planned, does it? No, it doesn't. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and like you said, we're going on to the second one today. And Go ahead and explain to the audience, why are we doing Child's Play 2? Well, the first thing, this is our show. The name of the show is called Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. And there's different aspects of why we would be too way too young for a certain movie. And for me, Child's Play 2 was the first Chucky movie I saw. Oh, okay. Dude. I didn't know that. So yeah, so yeah. you you skipped the first one. You saw that Child's Play 2 was your first one. Was my first, yeah. Okay, cool. Child's Play 2 was my first and my last for a few years. You, you were that traumatized. <laughs> I told you. Right? Yeah, I was that bad. You're and making... that's why we're bringing this up, just to tell you guys, like, the trueness of, you know, when as kids, you think our parents for sure thought... Nothing bad would happen to him. Like, this is just the movie. It's like, no, I remember this for 20 years of my life. This movie has not left my mind. Well, your therapist is proud for making progress and sharing this with everyone. You're comfortable enough to share this with everyone. I am very comfortable. As we do in this show, we're going to talk about the first time we saw this movie, or our first let's get let's pull back the curtain a little bit mouth let's let's hear more about this trauma go oh, ahead you explain wanna hear, you want to hear this trauma yes please entertain us okay it all started in the winter 1998 up north i was at my aunt's house this was maybe a week after christmas because all i can remember was playing pokemon yellow that, that was like my favorite gift then i was playing that all day or the week i was there and one night i come down from playing and the whole living room of my aunt house is filled with family members, and they're watching a movie. And you know what that movie happened to be? Child's Play Child's 2. Child's Play 2. You little shit! Of course. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I go in, I'm like, what the is this? perfect holiday <laughs> film, yeah. I walk in, I go, I turn, I go, what, what is this? It's nighttime, and then I just hear my mom, you're not going to like this. And then my aunt, she's like, no, no, no. No, it's okay. You're big enough. You'll like this. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to like this. But No. <laughs> Little did I know, my tia was like me. She was an instigator. You know, she was just like, she knew. She knew this movie was going to traumatize you know, That's me. what family and that's what the holidays are for, to bring together those moments to traumatize the youth. 
If you, I mean, I, I, I was guilty of that <laughs> like so many times. <laughs> well, I do that now, but yeah. I still haven't even told. I don't even think I ever told my whole family. They're going to hear it now, though. But uh, Surprise. yeah. Surprise. I'll go into it more when the final scene, because that's where my true memory. The and, scarring like, impression. The scar and gotcha. everything from this yeah, movie. Yeah, the, the, the final scene, too. The final scene, too. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah, all yeah. We'll but get into that. what was your experience with this movie? When was the first time you saw it? I did not see Child's Play 2 first. I saw the first one first. I saw Child's Play 1 the first time. I had gotten it on VHS, and just like Hot Cheetos, I knew these were bad for me, but I kept on watching them. I kept on eating them. I kept on consuming it. <laughs> That's what I kept on doing, and I knew I would pay the price at nighttime. I would get my nightmares. My uncle, he knew how much I loved it, too, so he got me the Chucky doll. I no. had a little Chucky doll, yes, and my mom... I hid it from my mom for as long as I could, but she found it in my closet, and she was just freaking out. She's like, what is this doing here? He can't have this. You know he's scared of this. Throw it out. So she threw it out immediately. Oh. I think I had like at least like two different VHS copies of this because the, the first one she threw out, and then the second one I hid for as long as I could. I don't know what happened to it. No. This scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I dude. loved it. I loved it. Like, <laughs> you I, don't know, know. I didn't love it. <laughs> for this one specifically, I remember renting this when we went to my aunt's house. I rented this movie. My sister rented Selena. Anything for Salinas. Both of those movies were not allowed to be watched in our household. My mom put strict guidelines. She said, you <laughs> cannot watch. I, I don't know. I don't know. I had already, I had already seen the movie. I had already seen the movie, but, but we couldn't watch them. I don't know why. Anyways, my mom calls my aunt just to check up to see how we're doing. My sister gets on the phone. She tells her that I rented Child's Play 2. What? And then what I went, oh, narc. what? Exactly. What a narc. So you know what I did? I got on the phone. Oh, yeah? Well, she rented Selena. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, it crossed each other out. So we had to return both of them, and I think we just ended up getting, like, a, a Pee Wee Herman movie oh, or something. Oh, fuck. So that was my first interaction, and then eventually I used to rent movies from the library, and Those I got the VHS copy of it when uh, I requested it, and then it eventually came. Okay. Oh, yeah, 98, 98, around there, too. Yeah. No, it was a traumatizing movie, okay? You know, even though there's a lot of violence in this, I, I rewatched it for the first time right before we did this show. Uh-huh. So what, it, it's 2021. It took me... 13 years to rewatch this movie. How did it hold up? <laughs> it was good and it was scary. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, I was, let me tell, okay, there's so much violence in this, in this movie. There's so much gore, you know, Chucky kills a lot, but this was the first time rewatching this. My therapist and I came to a conclusion that it wasn't the excess violence or death. Cause I was used to that as a kid. One of my favorite movies was RoboCop, you know? And, you know, she told me some crazy thing. She thinks that it's actually Chucky's portrayal by Brad Dorff that traumatized me. Hey, I could see <laughs> that. I could totally see it. Brad Dorff, that, that, when you associate Chucky, you associate Brad Dorff. They're hand in hand. Just like, you know, Robert Englund with Freddy Krueger, Robin Williams with the genie. No matter what the role, like, it's very hard to fill those shoes. And Brad Dorff meets that criteria. Yeah. That vulgarity, that humor that eventually gets introduced <laughs> to the character. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that medicine yeah. laugh. <laughs> Yeah. And just like, let's hide the soul, Andy. Yeah. Come on, you know? He's just so, so manipulative. And and all through voice. I love how, it. How great is that, guys, like acting-wise? Like, this guy is an actor, but what really kills you is that voice. Because that's really him. Like, that's truly the only real part of him um, other than, like, the first movie yeah, where the he shows movie, yeah, he's, like, pieces of his life. Like, the know. first five minutes, he's an actual human being, and that's yeah. when he transfers and to the And then after that, it's like, while watching it, like, I heard it, like, I got... <laughs> And I go fuck. Like, that's it. I love the laugh. <laughs> you know, like, I love the laugh. And then his little like uh, his witchcraft spell, like dembela, give me the powers I beg of thee. And then it's just like the, the lightning. The bootleg lightning. Yeah, that, that was always bootleg. Yeah, it's love still it. bootleg. Huh? Still does. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. No, for I, sure, for sure. No, he's classic. He he made a classic 
He helped push it to that next level. He continues to. According to Brad Dorf's IMDb, there is a 2021 Chucky television show pilot that has just been announced. So, he's in it too? Yeah, he's voicing Chucky. We'll see what happens with that. Right now, it just says pilot announced 2021. Yeah, it's still early. Okay. It's what, the first week of January, second week of January? Can I request a certain side quest real quick? Side, I quest. A side question. What is, like you said, these players, these actors are iconic, especially Robert England and Brad to these characters. You can't do another movie without them. What is your take on the newer Nightmare on Elm Street with, you know... Um, well, the Jackie Earl Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so so the new Nightmare on Elm Street with Jackie Earl Haley. The new Aladdin with Will Smith. Though They're great characters. I loved Rorschach. I love Will Smith. It's not the same. It just... They bring something, right? A lot of people... It, I, it feels more like they're just trying to recreate that character mm. of the original than make it its own. All of those roles, they're not as good as the original. No, no. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know, especially with this one Wholeheartedly. too. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> cold-hearted bastard. I stay Who are you, Scrooge? <laughs> you got coal for Christmas? Bah, humbug. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. I'm on it. My mind just lost right Fuck there. Fuck it, I'm on one. <laughs> Shout out to Drake. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, like, with this, uh, let me present the question too then. If... The character Chucky is half or 75% Brad, and the other 25%, I would say, is the actual puppetry and the animatronic of it. Wouldn't it be easier, especially in this genre, to bring another voice actor? If they're going to do it in current day? Or, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like I said, they tried to do that with the 2019 version. No, but with this, I mean, oh, did you see that one? No. I saw it. What'd you think? I thought it was a a well-done movie. Well, what about Chucky? I think there you go. You just hesitated. You just hesitated. You're, that, that speaks for itself. Your Honor, I rest my case. Overruled. Proceed. Some of our favorite deaths in Child's Play too. Yeah, yeah. We, we got it, dude. It's a horror film. You exactly. have to get this the movie. You're way too young to yeah, see. Damn it. You know, this is what the audience wants. It gets Whoa. the people going. So one of the main deaths that sticks out to me is the character actress. What is her name? She was in. Um, oh, she was in everything. You guys, you guys would remember. Her. She was in. I remember her from Men in Black, the older lady in Men in Black. Her name is Beth Grant. She was in Speed. She was in Donnie Darko. She's in Child's Play Two. She plays Miss Kettlewell, and she plays this very strict teacher. Chucky finds out where Andy lives. He finds out at school, so he ends up writing on his homework. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and Miss Kettlewell, she she sees that. She's like, Andy, you can't do that. I'm going to discipline you. And uh, he's like, but I didn't do that. Just like typical Andy, yeah. man. Always getting into shit, man. Yeah. Where is a 10-year-old know this language and knows how to write fuck you, bitch? But when I saw that, I laughed. I did. I, I did. laughed so hard. That was crazy. But I laughed even more with the death. Like, the death is the crazy. Death. So, so everyone has been dismissed. Like School's over, and Miss Kettlewell has kept Andy in class for detention. He ends up escaping because Chucky is right there. He's trying to attack him. So then it just becomes this little standoff between Chucky and Miss Kettlewell. He ends up breaking through. He's, like, getting a ruler, and he's beating her to death with Those it. Huge and you just hear, like, her wailing screams, like, shrieks. And then what you're seeing is in juxtaposed with just empty classrooms, empty playgrounds. And it just, uh, it, that really stuck out to my mind. It was just very traumatic. It was like, ah! Chucky's, like, beating her to death. And then just emptiness around her. She's yeah. like, yeah, you're dying with no one around you. Yeah, well, you might need to see my therapist, bro. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I need it. You have to help me. This isn't a good time for me right now, okay? 
No, but that beating was good too. And like just I rewatching that, I was like, oh shit, that's the old lady from blah. And then you just hear you get beat down. It's like that's where like the little comedy from these movies and especially this franchise come in. Because there's another one where I didn't necessarily really laugh, like laugh, laugh. This one was a little bit jarring for me too as a child. Was um with his da- uh, foster dad, but oh, I, I didn't. Yeah. But I didn't mind it because it's fucking his. He was if a you dick. Want, yeah, that's, what, fucking I mean, dick. that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up right here. The foster dad, his name was Phil Simpson. He was played by an actor named Garrett Graham. For the longest time, I thought that actor was actually Jeffrey Jones. Do you know who Jeffrey Jones is? He was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah, they Sleepy look- Hollow, The Devil's Advocate. He's so iconic. Beetlejuice. They got that nose, man. They look they're gingerish. Yeah, like the ginger gingerish. nose. He's yeah. also a freaking sex offender. Like he was trying to solicit some Dang, pictures he, from like a fourteen year old boy. What a man, sick he fuck. probably would have been a real good foster parent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you don't have to worry about Chucky. You gotta worry about me. <laughs> no, what's wrong with you? Where's the therapist? I need her now. Help me. These are dark thoughts. No. I don't want them anymore. No, I already know. I could see him. He'll go to the director and be like, uh, "Can I say this line? Which line would you like to say?" We have to hide the soul. <laughs> you can hide the soul here, Andy. <laughs> no, don't do it. Another thing, though, before before we move on, you know, when I look at the a cover, the movie poster is oh, so yeah. iconic for me. I love it. It just says Child's Play 2, but the tagline, sorry, Jack, Chucky's back. And it's it's literally Chucky with, like, this menacing smirk. He has this giant pair of scissors, and it's a jack-in-the-box, like, popping out of the box. It's just frightened, and he's going to cut off the jack-in-the-box head. Yeah, that just sticks out to me. It's just like, that's a great movie poster. One oh, of my favorites. poster, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorites. Poster. They don't even make posters like that anymore. They should, Even they with should. like big ass uh, taglines, that you see any posters these days with taglines? I just remember this time it's personal. <laughs> remember that Jaws: The Revenge? I think <laughs> no, but even that poster like just shows you like what movie this is going to be. Like it's just a little bit humorous, but a lot of violence. That's what it tells you exactly. Right? I love right? that. that. I love that. Know, that's a right. great. That's a great analysis right there, Mel. Well, let's talk about that pedo's death then. Oh well, not the pedo's death. The, the, the stepdad. The stepdad. <laughs> yeah. The stepdad, what happened? Andy is down there, dude. He has the uh, electric, uh, what is it, the electric carver knife? Mm-hmm. And he is having a little battle be- with, with, Chucky. with Chucky, dude. Yeah, an and epic battle. That's what I love. Like, well, now I love it as, you know, seeing a little stuntman fight a little, you know, anti. Yeah, prepubescent teen or prepubescent <laughs> child. Yeah. So, yeah, then they're fighting in the garage in the basement. And the stepdad is like, I think I hear something. Let me go downstairs. And he ends up just going, Andy, what are you doing? And he's about to kill Chucky, but then the stepdad interferes. Like, give me that. He's like, give me the knife, Andy. Give me the knife. He's like, I can't. I can't give you the knife. And then, like, the stepdad's, like, freaking out. He's like, give me the knife. Or, Damn it. And what happened? He trips, right? Yeah. He trips. Like, it's Chucky. Well, Chucky gets him with, like, a weird harpoon hook thing. That's like, who the fuck has that in their fucking basement? Like, who the fuck is harpooning shit in, I think it was Chicago. Chicago like, right? Like, that's what I was thinking right now. It's like, the south side, man. You never know. <laughs> Everything's a weapon here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Shout, no. shout out to Chief Keith. <laughs> These bitches lost all yeah, so he just like sweeps uh, Chucky sweeps his leg. Sweep the leg, <laughs> Chucky. He did. He did. <laughs> Give him a body bag. Yeah. And then he fucking breaks through the. He, no, stand- but he has his iconic phrase though. His, his tag, oh, yeah, like, yeah, his yeah, cheesy tag. He's like, "How's it hanging, Phil?" Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh my god!" Because the foster parents know Andy has this experience with these good guy dolls, and they don't believe him. And yeah. now, right as this second, right before he's about yeah. to die, he's like, "Holy shit!" Andy it was, was telling real. the truth. Yeah. Damn. Snaps his neck, ends fucking up dying. Crazy. Crazy, huh? And then you have the foster mom and uh, his foster sister, Kyle. Kyle? Right? 
Kyle, hey, Kyle she was a low cutie. key cutie, dude. She was, she was a little cutie. Not even low key, bro. Cutie. I'm gonna pull up right now her her name. And she smokes with cigarettes. She smokes <laughs> with cigarettes. And he smokes with cigarettes. You saw that? Yeah, yeah. yeah she Christine had, Elise, that is her name. She was a cutie. She yeah. reminded me a lot of um the chick from. She reminded me a Nightmare lot. on Elm Street. That's what. It, okay, that, I can that's see who that. I, that's who I thought it was, but reminds she, me the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh fuck yeah! I never even watched it, but I know the cover. She reminds me yeah. of Buffy. She reminds is me. Is she Buffy? Buffy? She's not no, Buffy. she's not Buffy. <laughs> but yeah, where were we there? I just got, I got brain farted. I just started we thinking just, of blonde woman. And- yeah, we just got over the stepdads, the foster dads. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that was a brutal death too. And then they come in like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with you, Andy? Buffy is Christy Swanson, side okay, quest yeah, yeah. in the movie. Well, yeah, no, that, that was an epic death too because you just didn't like the fool. So you're like, man, fuck it. This is one of those deaths you're like, mm. you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like I can't. Mm, yeah. You know what? You know what Andy forgot to do though, it's like because uh, because Andy has a little doll because they give him a little good guy doll in there too mm-hmm. when he first moves into the foster house and his name is Tommy. Tommy, yeah. Tommy ends up getting buried by Chucky in like the backyard, backyard or, some or something yeah, yeah. like that. Was that was an epic shot, right? That was cool. That was really bizarre. Like I remember it was like a rainy, stormy night and it's just like boom, boom. Like I think the they music. do that again for like Bride of Chucky, a scene like that. Remember in the graveyard? Oh, I don't yeah. remember Bride of Chucky too much. I'll take your word for it. Andy should have just switched it off evil mode. <laughs> Yep, here's your problem. Someone set this thing to evil. Shout out to the Simpsons right yeah. there. You know, Simpsons did it first. Simpsons always kidding. did it. <laughs> yeah, no, Phil's death was fun. Um, what was another crazy? Do you think ass that's one? where they got inspired by Toy Story? Do you what think are we talking about like, like like Chucky was inspired by Toy Story in a way where it's like your toys come to life. Like imagine like a, like the the writing room session for Toy Story like they're getting super fucking baked and they're just it's like trying to us make here up. for a reboot yeah, they're yeah. doing their reboot yeah. <laughs> but like no we got to do it like super family this is Disney after all we can't have them all killed it's like maybe the, the toys come to life and then you know you have a bad kid I don't know it's no, no, no. a tangent right here it's a random side quest <laughs> just talking aloud no but I just like that because that's a perfect segue to like one of my other favorite uh, death scenes now as a, an adult Go. so like you were saying like the Toy Story two that that would remind me you know like a. Uh, now, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, Toy um, Story. I'm t- I know what you're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about. When when Woody is getting re because he got his arm split open, mm-hmm. and then the guy comes in, the the toy guy who fixes everyone, and there's like a little montage where to- where Woody's getting repaired. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, I don't know if you, you guys have to remember it if you're in our age bracket, but you know, like uh, the old man was painting. He was painting. He was um, sewing his, his arm back and he was like polishing him. In the beginning of the movie, it starts that way too. You see Chucky being rebuilt. You yeah, know, to being rebuilt like that, like so that it's a great, get, great analysis right there. You can definitely see that. And then, like one thing too, after with that, like so they, all this is happening. So the the teacher dies, the foster parents die, and now it's just Kyle and Andy together, and they're running away from Chucky. And the only place they could get to is the good the guy, guy factory. factory. Yeah, good guy factory. And that's where the next death that is just very memorable to me, and it just. A very very laughable one. I don't know if you remember which one I'm talking about. Be- before we continue, I have I have a funny story about that. So, before I watched this film, I think in second or third grade, one of my friends was telling me about Child's Play Two, and he was telling me about the final scene, and he had described it as yeah, and then they end up going to Chucky Land, and I was like Chucky Land, what is Chucky Land? It's like where all the other Chuckies are. So like in my mind, I was like oh they're gonna go to Chucky Land, go to Chucky Land, and I didn't know what it meant. But then when I finally saw it, it was just the good guy toy factory. So it's like literally like what a, a dumbass kid. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know what he was trying to say. Shout out to my homeboy right there. I don't think he's listening. We shout out. To him. <laughs> shout him out anyways. Shout out. I think that was Yuona, my Tongan homeboy. Yuona. Oh, shit. 
yeah, he 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 used to have some badass movies. He's a bad influence on me too. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was it was a, literally like a factory of production line they mm-hmm. had the conveyor belts they had all of them in their boxes ready for distribution and they end up there that's where the final scene takes place i think i know what the scene you're talking about where like it's it's basically a production line and they're putting the hair on the dolls they're putting the eyes on the dolls yeah. and that's where it is the, 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 whatever it is the technician yeah. he gets knocked over on the conveyor belt and the eyes literally like the plastic eyeballs go into, into his set of it, you see it like it, it's such good effects even to it's like, like to <laughs> yeah you, it looked like it went all the way and in, injected him cop out and you just see his face like this this dead face with like these plastic eyes popping out <laughs> and i just like what the fuck you're right it's funny yeah yeah that that was how many times I, I thought Chucky was going to be dead like three different times in that movie. Right? He just will not die. I love his dedication, dude. Well, he, that That is someone who is determined in life. You, you don't stop, bro. Charred as fuck. He don't stop. No leg. He don't stop. Yeah, completely <laughs> melted with that plastic. He don't stop. He don't stop. You see that? Take inspiration from Charles Lee Ray, ladies and gentlemen. He is going to show you the way. Right? This is the way. Well, okay. So now it's the final act. Like I'm saying, this is where the trauma in me stays forever. I just remember this whole sequence as a child, as an adult. One of the reasons it took me so long to rewatch this or the franchise again was this last set piece. You know, it starts off with a Kyle running into the factory. She's running after Andy because Andy's going to go in there. He's like, this is where I have to do the, the curse reverse kind of stuff. And they're climbing up the chute, you know, this exit up, up a roof and Kyle, I don't even understand this. This bugs me too in the film. She goes first. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, she runs up first and then she has Andy like run up behind her and you can just hear her go, hurry up, Andy, hurry up. He's coming. He's coming. And he's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And it's a, you know, and you see him like, oh, he's going to get close to the end. And he does that little slip, you know, the, the typical cliche slip right when they're gets unconscious. Yep. He gets knocked out. And then that's when. The terror for me starts. Because you're just like, no, Andy's going to die. You're scared. scared I'm scared. He's going down. He's falling down the little conveyor belt. And he goes, "Ah, I got you now, motherfucker. Yeah, it's... it's, "Ah." You know what? I was telling you uh, off off before we were here, and I was like, yo, while I'm watching this, just the yelling and the the straight stabbing up the thing just brought everything back to me. It brought me back to that fat little eight-year-old watching Child's Play 2 on Showtime with my family, you know? And just like, I am traumatized. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, that scene was crazy. Like you were saying, like he literally goes into the production thing where they assemble his arms. Mm-hmm. He gets trapped in there, but he still comes back alive. He gets the hot plastic. Who, That's who what scared that. Yeah, he I'm looks glad so you brought mutated. that up. Yeah, yeah deformed. So, it reminds so, me of like the blob. Yeah. Oh, that and the RoboCop one too. You know, oh yeah, like the mutant, yeah, 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 the toxic waste. So Andy, he's trying to, he's running away because it's it's a huge ass factory, guys. So it's kind of a maze like labyrinth that he's running to, and Chucky's got him, and somehow he sees this molten metal pipe that has like the liquid plastic, and somehow he just blasts with it, and you just see like Chucky melting into the ground, and you're like, oh, this is the end, and like. But to me, that was still traumatizing because it was like half hand out, you know, like. One of the uh, other things, yeah. really, I love how you're saying that mm-hmm. right now. I'm, I just remembered it. So remember how Chucky's arm gets cut off mm-hmm. and then he ends up using a knife as his yeah, arm. Yeah, he yeah. Puts, yeah. And I just remember yeah. that one line where because he's, he's trying to he's turning into a human already. So like he's bleeding and he's doing all that stuff. So he 
sticks like the blade right yeah or the, the the end of the knife into his like forearm where his arm should be and then he just like ah and then he just screams i hate kids i hate kids like i just <laughs> always remember that line forever it's i hate kids it's menacing bro like yeah. he brought it he brought it that whole action set piece is just energy for a horror movie too you know you know what's gonna happen they're gonna survive hopefully you know but it just Boom, boom, and they keep coming back at you. And like you said, he died like one or two times. And then the final one, he's still there. So he, he's still trying to, after all of this, he's still trying to kill Andy. And it was like, uh, what was it, like a hose, of, an air tube hose? Yeah, like something. They just connected it to him, and he just ends up getting like, it reminds me of Blade when he gets shot uh, the first Blade. And then he just ends up like getting like bigger and bigger. And yeah, yeah, the fat up. one, right? Yeah, the yeah, fat yeah, the one. Fat, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's what that's what Chucky's t- happening. Like he's just getting that's like Brad Dorf too, right? No, no Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf. Yeah, yeah. So so like that's what happens to Chucky. Chucky just gets the hose. Like they put the hose in him. He just like all this air is coming in. It's like uh oh, what's happening? What's happening? And then he just blows up, and it just like remains and plastic and blood and just that's how the movie ends. Like, yeah, literally ends. Like okay, cool. That was crazy. And then they just walk out and the credits start rolling. Yeah, and I mind you that I'm still sitting there going, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck did you're, I... You're sitting there, your Game Boy, your, your Pikachu's like, what are you doing? No, I, just, I, just, I knew it was just on. I go, fuck. It's time to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, the, 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 these films did not help me sleep very well as a child. I can admit that now, many years later. But yes, I did have nightmares. I didn't have a problem with sleeping, but I had a problem turning back the TV on. I was opposite of you. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fine. I can watch this. I can watch this when it's time to go to sleep. I can't. I can't do this. I'm scared. I'm, ah. I'm a big scaredy cat watching. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's why we love movies, man. This is like from our childhood. Look yes. at this. These beautiful pieces as of traumatic, art. As traumatic. This is movies we were way too young to see. As traumatic as all of these experiences were, they were experiences. They remind us of the nostalgia. They remind us of the moments that we were there with the family, with everyone. And we're not going to stop doing this. And yeah. we love this show for well, that. Man. Thank you guys for listening too, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is going to conclude today's episode of Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. We hope you had a blast. We hope you had a blast listening. We hope you had a blast psychoanalyzing us and listening to us. You know. I hope none of you guys got triggered like I did during well, this piece. We should have left a warning at the beginning. You know, if you did get triggered or if you get traumatized, feel free to email us. Tell us your, your own your own experiences at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, malv underscore n underscore mogley. And we'll see you on the next episode of Movies We Were Way Too Young to See. All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>